Hey everyone, you're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, and today is Throwback Thursday, the one day each week where I'll share one of my favorite and most downloaded episodes from the over 440 now that I've done. As always, just a reminder that all these episodes can be found on my website, thedailydrivepodcast.com, where they're categorized for you to better find and listen to them by topic. And there are topics like boundaries, self-care, parenting, mindfulness, gratitude, relationships, spirituality, holidays, and adversity, as well as many others, so as to help you better find what you need when you need it. And just a reminder that you can find all the transcripts for these episodes on my website as well. Today's Throwback Thursday episode is going to be episode... 192, Dad, Are You Here? And the basis for this episode comes from a text message that I get from one of my daughters just about every single day asking me if I'm there yet to pick her up from school. Her text message always reads, Dad, are you here? (laughs) And the reason that I love that message so much is because there have been multiple times in my own life where I needed confirmation from my father if he was here for me. And I believe there will be times in each of our lives where we will need to hear God speak to us that He is here. In fact, I'm going through one such time in my life right now where there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of unknown, a lot of different directions that my life can go. So much so that right now I feel a lot like my daughter and that I just want to know that my dad is here, that he's close, and that he's willing and able to help me to navigate some of my own challenges in life and to safely get me back home. And I have a feeling that many of you listening today can relate to that need as well. And you may just be finding yourself in a moment and place and time in your life where you need to hear God speak to you that He is there as well. And so to help with this, here is episode 192, Dad, Are You Here? Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Daily Drive Podcast. Josh Downs here and today's episode is episode 192. Dad, are you here? (laughs) Every day that I pick up my girls from school, I can plan on getting a text coming from my oldest daughter, Brooklyn, right at 2.57 p.m. that reads, Dad, are you here? (laughs) It's a text that makes me smile each time I see it, and to which I respond one of two answers. One, either, yes, I'm here, or two, I'm close. I think she asks that, even though they've never been forgotten, because it just helps her to feel that she won't be, that there is always someone coming for them, and that they won't be stuck without somewhere to go. We all need at times to feel that we're protected, that we haven't been forgotten, and that we're not alone. Ever since we were first born, in fact, we needed this. My sister-in-law and brother just had a new addition to their family and our extended family. Little Audrey came to earth to experience all that life has for her to experience on September 21st at a whopping 5 pounds and 3 ounces. Seeing this little girl cradled in her mother's arms, and every once in a while when her mother is simply too exhausted in her father's arms... (laughs) is such a cute sight to see. This little infant, completely vulnerable and unequipped to survive in this world, is constantly under the watchful care and protection of her mother and father, and will continue to be as she advances in life and starts to spread her wings a bit. In seeing her, I can't help but think of what we all were once and the journey that we've all undertaken in life. Some of us, maybe nearly a 100 years ago, and others of us barely still learning to take our first steps. 
All of us at one time were little children like Audrey. We came into this world rather helpless. The encircling arms of our mothers and fathers were the only protection that we had, and the only thing we knew was their love. A little later, our mothers put us in a crib, and there too, precautions were taken against any accident that might occur to us. We were protected, and we were guarded. A little later, we managed to find our way out of the crib and into the room, crawling on the floor with mother still close to protect us. And then we found that there were other rooms in the house, and we did a little exploring, (laughs) sometimes to the annoyance of our mothers. There's nothing quite like watching a little baby motor around on all fours with mom just simply trying to keep up. As time went on, later we were permitted to go out in the yard, and there too, there were hedges and fences to restrict, to restrain, and to protect us. Then later we learned to read and write. Someone helped us cross the road. We went to church and to school. I'll never forget sending my daughters to school for the first time and watching those little backpacks with legs and a huge smile on their face as they waved goodbye and entered their school. And from there, well, things just seem to accelerate, don't they? We found that there were other towns than our town. We went to larger cities on visits and from there, perhaps even across the ocean to foreign countries. Life certainly is a journey, isn't it? It seems that we are always pushing our boundaries, our horizons, discovering, learning, pursuing, and growing. I'm not sure it ever stops. Yet there are always boundaries and laws that are in play in our journey. We will always reap what we sow. We tend to find what we're looking for. And in the end, we will really become what we desire to become. This journey of ours is marked and protected by laws. There are laws in our country and society, laws that govern health, and laws that govern the development of our minds. Laws that govern our relationships, laws that govern our spirits. There is a cause and effect to everything we do. While young, these laws and rules had to be followed without choice. As we grew older, our freedom increases, to which the choice to follow law becomes ours to make. And the growth that's possible from following these laws requires self-discipline. I may have had to eat Cheerios and oatmeal and fruits and vegetables growing up from a wise mother who knew the laws of health, but now that I'm older, that's a different story. (laughs) I could survive on nothing but Captain Crunch if I wanted. In fact, I actually tried that for a bit while in college, and as good as it sounds, I wouldn't recommend it because, yeah, the laws of health. They don't make room for a diet composed primarily of sugary cereal, no matter how good it is. Self-discipline is the vehicle that will take us where we want to go in life, and ironically, we have the keys in our hands to it. And while there are so many things that we can discipline ourselves to do, I'm reminded of a story that was told by Hubie Brown, a former leader in my faith, who implored young people just starting out in the journey of life to use their self-discipline to become acquainted with God so that we would know where to go to get help when we needed it on this journey of ours. He said, I remember when I was quite a lad what my mother said to me when I went to go on my mission in 1904, which was quite some time ago, which is probably why he used the word lad. (laughs) She said, My boy, you are going a long ways from me now. Do you remember that when you were a little lad, you used to have bad dreams and get frightened? Your bedroom was just off mine, and frequently you would cry out in the night and say, Mother, are you there? And I would answer, Yes, my boy, I'm here. Everything is all right. Turn over and go to sleep. And you always did. Knowing that I was there gave you courage. Now, she said, you will be about 6,000 miles away, and though you may cry out for me, I cannot answer you. She added this, There is, though, one who can, and if you call to him, he will hear you when you call. He will respond to your appeal. You just say, Father, are you there? And there will come into your heart the comfort and solace such as you knew as a boy when I answered you. 
as he told this story to a group of college students. He said, I want to say to you young people that many times since then, in many and varying conditions, I have cried out, Father, are you there? I made that plea in the mission field when we were mobbed almost every night, driven from place to place. We were beaten and expelled from cities. Our lives were threatened. Every time before I went out to those meetings, I would say, Father, are you there? And though I didn't hear a voice and though I didn't see his person, I want to tell you young people that he replied to me with the comfort and assurance and testimony of his presence. And it made me unafraid. And with that presence, I'm grateful to say we did not suffer much. Well, fortunately, times have changed a bit since 1904, but I'm not always sure for the better. At every turn, especially this past year, there seems to be more unrest, more calamity, more unsettlement than ever before. I can't turn on the news without hearing about riots, protests, pandemics, earthquakes, wars, mass shootings, solar storms, killer bees, supply chain issues, inflation fears, and the latest, a convergence of an atmospheric river with a cyclone bomb, (laughs) not to mention the fear and pain that comes from everyday living of dealing with broken relationships, terrible accidents, diseases, and poverty, drugs, and other addictions. We are all living in the time foretold in scriptures when, as one scripture says, and all things shall be in commotion, and surely men's hearts shall fail them, for fear shall come upon all people. But as I've watched these events unfold, and as I know they will continue to unfold, I believe the answer to to dispel the fear that these things bring is something that we learned very early on in life. I remember, like Hubie Brown mentioned, times where my own girls, while very young, would call out to me in the middle of the night from the darkness in their rooms and just ask, Dad, are you there? To which I would answer yes. And they would just say, oh, okay, and turn and fall asleep. Or occasionally when I would just have that eerie feeling that I was being watched and then open my eyes to find one of my daughters just standing there, holding their blanket and sucking their thumbs, staring at me, hoping that I would wake up because they couldn't sleep. Whether it was the thought of monsters under their beds or in their closets or just the fear that naturally comes from darkness, they knew they would feel safer close to their dad or closer to their mom. And although many of us are much older, there still is much to fear and we're still in need of a reminder from time to time that our father is there and always closer than we think. I remember another story that I love from President Gordon B. Hinckley, a leader in my faith, about a young divorced mother who was overcome with the challenges that were in her world as a single mother, a single mother of seven children, then ranging from ages 7 to 16. She said that one evening she went across the street to deliver something to a neighbor and then said, as I turned around to walk back home, I could see my house lighted up. I could hear echoes of my children as I had walked out the door a few minutes earlier. They were saying, Mom, what are we going to have for dinner? (laughs) Can you take me to the library? I have to get some poster paper tonight, Mom. Tired and weary, I looked at that house and saw the light on in each of the rooms. I thought of all those children who were home waiting for me to come and meet their needs. And my burdens felt heavier than I could bear. I remember looking through tears toward the sky and said, Dear Father, I just can't do it tonight. I'm too tired. I can't face it. I can't go home and take care of all those little children alone. Could I just come to you and stay with you for just one night? I promise I'll come back in the morning. (laughs) I didn't really hear the words of reply, she said, but I heard them in my mind. And the answer was, no, little one, you can't come to me now. You would never wish to come back. 
but I can come to you. I've always loved that story because I can relate, <laughs> as I'm sure many of you can, with how that mother felt. I felt overwhelmed before. I know how hard it can be to be a parent, to be a single parent, to carry so much responsibility, to be afraid of the future that lies before me. Sometimes, in whatever hard situation we might be in, we just need to ask the question, Dad, are you here? So he can answer, yes, I'm close. One of my favorite church songs while I was a kid growing up, and that still is to this day, is called A Child's Prayer. And I love the message found in this song. The lyrics go, Heavenly Father, are you really there? And do you hear and answer every child's prayer? Some say that heaven is far away, but I feel it close around me as I pray. Heavenly Father, I remember now something that Jesus told disciples long ago. Suffer the children to come to me. Father, in prayer, I'm coming now to thee. Pray, he is there. Speak, he is listening. You are his child. His love now surrounds you. He hears your prayer. He loves the children. Of such is the kingdom, the kingdom of heaven. So my invitation for you today is at some point, even if it's just in your heart and mind while you are alone somewhere, to ask God, Dad, are you here? And let him answer, yes, I'm close. Because in that answer, you'll find the strength and courage to keep going, to keep moving, to keep fighting, to keep believing. And regardless of how out of control the world, the weather, the government, and other people are, you will know that it will all be okay because through the darkness, you will hear a quiet voice. You'll get a little text message straight to your heart that will light up the darkness just enough for you to make it out and know that He is aware of you and your needs and that He is close and that He's always been there just waiting for you to reach out to Him so that He can reach out to you. As He says in Scripture, Draw near unto me and I will draw near unto you. Seek me and ye shall find me. Ask and ye shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. And the best part about this is that you can ask him any time you feel that you need to, not just at 2.57 p.m. in the afternoon when you want to make sure your dad hasn't forgotten to come pick you up and that you won't be left alone, which for the record, by the way, I haven't yet and I don't ever plan to. And I'm just a guy who loves his daughters as much as a man is capable of loving them. Imagine God's love for his children, God's love for you. My bet is not only will he never not show up for you, he'll never even be late. Thanks for listening today, everyone. I like focusing on our spiritual development as much as other things. I just believe that unless we include God in our personal development process, we will never develop personally to our full potential. So hopefully these episodes that focus on our spiritual development are as helpful as any of the others, and maybe even more so. Because whether it's being a parent, developing boundaries, implementing self-care, overcoming codependency, stopping shame in my life, healing from trauma, or developing mindfulness and authenticity among a thousand other things, I can do it all better with the help, with the grace, and with the strength of a God in my corner than I could ever do alone. So keep him close by inviting him to stay with you and reminding you occasionally that he's still there. And if there is someone that you know that could use a reminder of God's love for them, especially when things might be dark for them, will you consider sending this episode to them today? Because as a father myself, I'm sure even more than they will appreciate it, their Heavenly Father will. In fact, you might just be His way 
of answering their question of, Dad, are you here? Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and this is The Daily Drive.